York number two sports show, the New York Rangers are defeated by the Ottawa Senators 6-2. You can kind of see this one coming in terms of recent games where the Rangers, like I had kind of mentioned, they were starting to give up a lot of chances, a lot of odd man opportunities, and just weren't defensively sound. And that was very much the case in this game. So, you know, it happens. They drop to 18-5-1. and and now they need to reset. They don't play again until Saturday. And at that point, they play Washington. And then the next night, they play the Kings. And then Tuesday, they play the Maple Leafs. So three good teams. Washington has been, you know, not as good lately. And I don't expect them to be one of the top teams when it's all said and done. But it is a divisional opponent. It is Peter Laviolette's uh, first time uh, back against Washington. He had coached there the last three seasons. Uh, and then you're facing a really good Kings team that's especially good on the road, and that game will be at MSG. And then you're facing the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, they have a little bit of a break here, and they definitely need to reset because this was a pretty ugly game. Igor Shosturkin, you know, I, I think that he's to blame maybe for a couple of goals, but it really wasn't him. I'm not trying to defend him because he wasn't he wasn't great by any means, but um, it was a team issue. It was a team defensive issue. Um, Barkley Goodrow uh, left the game after getting hurt in the first period, kind of a friendly fire situation where Keandre Miller tried to keep the puck in the offensive zone and kind of shoot it into the corner while Goodrow's face was kind of in the way of that. And I I think I might've seen like a a tooth on the ice and I think he was bleeding and and he never came back. Um, And so I don't, I don't want to speculate, but uh, I'm going to take a guess. I don't think this is going to be a long-term injury, but it is, of course, concerned that he didn't return. Um, hockey players are crazy, and the fact that, you know, they'll get stitched up or they'll get a cage on there, you know, they'll do whatever it takes to come back. So clearly it's something a little bit more serious um, than maybe was initially anticipated, but, you know, something to keep an eye on as far as Goodrow's status. Uh, again, I, I wouldn't think this will be a long-term injury, but maybe he will be out for some time. So, but yeah, Rangers, first five to 10 minutes weren't terrible um, for the Rangers. They had some chances. I, I just didn't like their game overall. Second period was especially bad. It was just a track meet where just chances back and forth. And Anton Forsberg made some really good saves for Ottawa. The Ranger offense was there. It was, I mean, I guess the Rangers did score a power play goal, but they did have a five-on-three chance in the third period that went nowhere. So, yeah, I mean, you only scored two goals, but it wasn't an offensive issue. It was just giving up so many good opportunities. So, to speak on an individual basis, let's start with the defense. Yeah, it didn't like a lot of their games, to be honest. Like, the Gustafson-Schneider pair, I didn't think was really all that good. And the one thing I'll give a lot of credit to is Schneider took a high hit in the third from Kubalik, and Gustafson went in there and uh, defended his defensive partner and got into a fight. So again, like it wasn't for lack of effort. They were like, they stuck together as a team. Um, so, you know, again, it does happen, but I do think that it was something that we kind of saw, at least I saw coming uh, in a way um, just as far. And I think that it, it kind of takes a loss to kind of shake the bad habits because they were kind of, they were winning games giving up a lot of goals doing it. And and before that, the Rangers were really, really, really sound structurally and weren't allowing goals. And now they are a lot. Um, so again, 
I didn't love that pair. Jacob Trouba, who I think has had an excellent season, didn't love his game tonight. I feel like Adam Fox is kind of like slowly working his way back. Um, it's a shame because he was, you know, doing really, really well before he got injured. And I just feel like only because we know what he's capable of, um, which is, you know, top level, you know, Norse trophy um, defenseman. You know, I, I just, I'm not sure what everyone else thinks, but I feel like he's taking a little bit of time to get going. Not a major concern, but, you know, just calling it as I see it. And then for the forwards, so with Goodrow uh, leaving the game, what ends up happening is Brodzinski moves to center, centering Vizi and Pitlick, and it was kind of just a rotation next to Crowder and Zibanejad for the most part. And unfortunately, didn't love, I, I thought Brodzinski's game, and again, like, it's, it's, you know, it's tough to criticize him, like, you know, but, you know, I didn't love, uh, you know, even before he got, you know, pushed down to, the, to that, I guess you want to call it fourth line, maybe, uh, you know, wasn't creating the energy uh, that maybe he had in other games and some defensive lapses. Really, overall, just a lot of bad turnovers. Uh, the Rangers could not get the puck out of the zone, and it, and it led to, uh, you know, goals the other way for Ottawa. Um, not great coverage in front of the net. Um, trying to think like who else. Yeah. Again, just really a collective effort uh, of not so good turnovers. So let's get into it. Um, Ottawa won their last game, but it's been a disappointing season for them. Ottawa, like again, like this roster isn't all that bad. And one player that stands out is Vladimir Tarasenko. If Ottawa does not turn it around, I definitely think that Tarasenko back to the Rangers makes a lot of sense. I really, really do. I thought that, unfortunately, you lump Kane into it and it becomes a whole thing. Tarasenko by itself, I really liked his game last season for the Rangers. Was it amazing? No, but I thought that it fit a purpose and, and I think that he could be useful to this team and look pretty damn good tonight for the Senators. So this game, uh, you know, Rangers start out okay. I, I mean, the Rangers were okay. Uh, they got worse. So I guess comparatively, their start was all right. At 7.42, Artemi Panarin trips Artem Zub, which was unfortunate because the Rangers had had some opportunities. It was the right call, um, but that happens. The Rangers kill that off, but soon thereafter, at the 11-minute mark, it's a goal by Brady Kachuk, his 12th goal of the season from Artem Zub and Giroux. So a shot from Zub, from Zub at the point. Uh, Kachuk all alone. I mean, nothing Igor could do about this one. Kachuk tips it in. Um, wish that, you know, again, Schneider was kind of near him. Like, you need to be on Brady Kachuk. He is a force. You know, uh, think about, I mean, you know, Kreider is one of the, the better players in front of the net. Think, you know, uh, Matthew Kachuk, Brady Kachuk's one of the best. And so that makes it one nothing. Then at 13-21, Jacob Truba holds the stick of Josh Norris. The Norris, the Rangers, kill that one off. Um, but then at 18-34, it's a wraparound goal for Claude Giroux. His seventh goal of the season from Bernard Docker and Norris. And this is a play where, you know, I wish that Igor was a little bit quicker to go from post to post, but he made the initial save and Giroux beats Zibanejad and just a good effort by Claude Giroux to make it 2-0. So at this point, I'm kind of feeling like, all right, this kind of feels a little bit like the Nashville game a couple games ago. It's feeling like that a little bit. Rangers draw a penalty. Uh, Dominic Kubalik uh, is called for goalie interference at 1944. Uh, and... Early in the second period, the Rangers score power play goals. So you're feeling good about things at this point. It's a goal by Panarin. His 16th goal of the season from Fox and Zibanejad. Makes it 2-1 just like that. 
But then at 513, it's a goal by Tarasenko, his fourth goal of the season from Batherson and Stutzla. And this is a bad play by Gustafson where he couldn't get it deep, leads to a two-on-one, and Tarasenko with that patented wrist shot over the glove of, uh, of Shesterkin makes it 3-1. But the Rangers' quick response, 22 seconds later, Keandre Miller with his fifth goal of the season from Lafreniere and Panarin. So Keandre's been on a bit of a scoring binge lately, right? What is it, like three goals in his last four games? Something to that effect. It might even be four in his last, like, I don't know, maybe six or seven. It just He's been scoring a lot of goals. This was after Lafreniere was robbed by Forsberg, but Miller scores, makes it 3-2. Um, but, again, another odd man rush. Less than two minutes after, leads to a goal. Jake Drake Batherson scores his eighth goal of the season from Tarasenko at 7-18. This is a play where Panarin um, tries to go for a back pass, uh, you know, in the offensive zone. No look. And Trocek goes the other way. Lingering, like, they should have been more in sync. I think Blaine goes to kind of all three of those guys. I think Panarin should have been a little bit more careful there. But, you know, Lingren, Lingren was kind of out of position. And so Tarasenko with kind of a smart shot pass. And Batherson buries in, I guess you want to call the rebound. Uh, and it makes it 4-2 sends at that point. And then at 17-43, Kachuk scores again. His 13th goal season from Zub and Brandstrom. This is kind of un unlucky. Um, and, and so the more I think about it, Tristerkin, you know, while he wasn't great, he wasn't awful. But, you know, I'm sure, like, he was frustrated. Either way, Zub misfires. His, his, uh, his stick breaks on a slap shot. And it... And, um, and so it takes the, the buck ends up going in a, a direction that wasn't anticipated behind the net, right to Kachuk, who buries it. Makes it five to two. Then at 19-19, Batherson holds Panarin. So another late period penalty for the Senators. Rangers don't score on this power play. And then in the third, some more Ottawa penalties. Norris high six Panarin at 328. And then Stutzla trips Trocek at 403. Five on three for, what, a minute and 15 or so? Rangers get nothing going there. Then at 8.03 is when you get that Kubalik hit on Schneider. They don't call a penalty. Gustafson ends up fighting Kubalik, and Gustafson gets the extra two minutes at 8.03. Rangers call off that. Then later on, Rangers pull the goalie, and Ottawa scores an empty net goal. It's Tarasenko scoring his second goal of the game, his fifth of the season from Batherson and Brandstrom, and Ottawa wins 6-2. So this game, when it, all, when it was all said and done, kind of almost felt like the Columbus game. I think that was kind of the most similar one, but that second game of the year where it wasn't as if the Rangers didn't have a lot of opportunities, but also just way too many odd man rushes, way too many prime score opportunities for Ottawa. It was too easy. Ottawa was the better team they deserved to win. And so now the Rangers dropped to 18-5-1. Let's just hope that this causes the Rangers to get back into better habits. Like games lately felt like track meets. The, the score was a lot higher than you'd want it to be. So now they'll have a few days off. Saturday at Washington, again, the return for Peter Laviolette back to face his most recent uh, team, being the Washington Capitals, and, and, and they'll start a stretch of games against tougher competition. And the Rangers have kind of risen to the occasion for the most part against tougher teams. A lot of the Rangers' losses this year have been against teams with, you know, not great records. Um, so that take that for what it's worth. But again, uh, not a great showing for the Rangers, but you know, hopefully they, they, they can uh, put this one behind them and they will head to Washington uh, for a Saturday affair against the Capitals. Again, the Rangers lose to the Senators by a score of 6-2. to